Now, the last couple of days, there's been lots of news because they've been celebrating the Platinum Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth II and I reckon whatever place you sit on with regards to the monarchy versus Republic movement, um, Republican movement, you know, 70 years of service yeah. is absolutely amazing. But then there's also the unavoidable realisation that she's 95 and what happens when she passes on? Well, journalist Liz Hayes and her under-investigation team is looking at that tonight on Nine. Good morning. Good morning to you. What exactly is Operation London Bridge? Operation London Bridge is a code word, a secret code word, which uh, they've had for all the deaths of the monarchy. Um, they've all had their own. But it is basically when word goes out, um, when she passes away, uh, the word from Buckingham Palace will be London Bridge is down. Mm. And that basically means the Queen has died. And... Um, that's uh, that instantly triggers off uh, ten days of intensive commemoration, memorial, uh, funeral uh, tours by Charles. It's a fairly slick operation. Which, by the way, the Queen's been involved in with herself. She knows she's a part of the planning. So, and that's the deal, I guess, when you're part of a monarchy. Yeah, I mean, because it almost sounded distasteful, isn't it? Everybody sitting around and planning what happens when you die. But <laughs> she's leading from the front on this, almost, isn't she? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, um, her husband, Prince Philip, he was his was called Operation Fourth Bridge, and he was very, very involved. It's the deal, and it's uh, also um, uh, part of the succession. It, in her case, it means that Charles immediately becomes king. Uh, his brothers and sister have to kiss his hand, and away he goes. Some of the traditions that you mentioned there just blow me away. Can you give me an example of any more? Um, yes, I think it's called D-Day's Death Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on the third day, Charles, King Charles will be. Then uh, he'll embark on a tour of the UK. Um, and that is part of being seen. He goes straight to Scotland apparently and starts um, zipping around and um, I guess uh, acquainting the crowd with his, you know, his new standing. Um, and on the day five, the Queen's coffin goes off to Westminster Abbey and she will lie in state for three days and that's pretty much not what has been done before because the, the people can come by, I think, for 23 hours of the day um, you'll get a ticket and you can queue and you can come by and have a squeeze. The practicalities around this must be incredible too. You know, everything from security. I mean, you know, the BBC yeah. and most media outlets have an obituary ready to go and it has to wait for the call on a certain person, doesn't it, right around the world? Yes, it does. And that's probably when that uh, word of uh, the code word is released and um, then and the Prime Minister is advised and the you know the Cabinet Secretary, then all the ambassadors and the Prime Ministers and the Commonwealth are advised and then it's, you know, it's a huge wave and the big concern it seems uh, for the UK is what they call this massive on- onslaught of people arriving and it'll be interesting if it should occur in COVID. Although, you know, when we looked at this story for tonight, um, it was when we were looking, uh, she was looking a bit dicky, to be deadly honest. And uh, she's not anymore. She's looking bloody yeah. terrific. But, <laughs> but we then got into, well, what does happen? And then what does it mean? You know, because the Queen has been there forever. And there's one thing you can say about her, terrific cause and thin. Whether you love the monarchy or not, she has been steadfast. And she stands alone with credibility, if you like. Um, with the people, but Charlie and Andrew and Harry and all of them are sort of starting to fray around the edges. And it really is an interesting look into, well, what happens then? And even in the UK, 
how they feel about them. Liz Hayes, you have spoken to some incredible people during your time as a broadcaster and journalist. How do you think you would have gone? Being allowed to speak to the Prime Minister of the country every week, but it also meant you had to do 70 years of small talk. Do you think you could have done it? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? They keep smiling. Yeah. If there's one thing she does well is she maintains what looked like a real smile to me. And I, honest God, I couldn't do that. She's amazing. And you know, the other thing that I find intriguing is that she very deliberately wears very bright clothes. And that's because she can that way be seen easily in the crowd. But I mean, are we interested still in people who are born to rule? The Ali Clark Breakfast Show on Mix 102.3.